Hello and welcome back to the Simplicity of Happiness, today from Cologne in Germany. This is episode number 7, I am Florian Hornig and you can call me Flo. The last episode ended where my crazy year 2013 ended and the even crazier year 2014 started, which I did not know yet that it was to become even crazier. So we were in Havana, Cuba. Back home, our 40-something-year-old Emma were waiting for us. Having returned to Berlin, I finished my truck driver license in an unbelievable three and a half weeks. And... Uh, This was only possible because I had a very clear goal. We had to move out of our apartment in February and we wanted to start our journey south. So my goals, my passion, my vision and my beliefs were completely aligned, which is something I kept in mind for the future goals. So if you want to achieve something, well, get everything aligned and you will succeed. Beginning of February, we actually made it. Emma was about ready to go. I had passed my license. We had moved out of the apartment and actually lived for some more days on the street in Berlin with an unbelievable 17 degrees minus outside. But guess what? That worked out well. I had an assistant working for me, home office based as well, so I could keep my jobs while being on the road. Our way brought us to the Swiss mountains as well as southern France, the Pyrenees, Barcelona, Sierra Nevada in Spain, and all of that in super slow motion, as it seemed to me. We could travel 80 kilometers an hour maximum. That's around 50 miles per hour. Since we loved the mountains so much, we already knew that we were coming back to Switzerland after our road trip and uh, Judy applied at different hospitals as a surgeon and decided to start in August in Thun, Switzerland. So we already knew where and when our trip was about to end. Or was it only going to be the start for the rest of our life? Well, for now, we hit the road. Almond trees were blossoming and the whole landscape was covered in the colors of spring while we drove south through Spain. So when we started in, in, in Berlin, it was these really 17 degrees minus. When we came to Switzerland, we went skiing. And then in France, spring was already there. And then in Spain, it, it really hit us. Magnificent landscapes. And wherever we parked, we just stayed overnight. So technically, it was not legal everywhere, especially in the touristic areas. The local communities tried to make as much money out of the tourists as, as they possibly can. So you will find that uh, camping or staying overnight on the road is forbidden. And you will see the signs everywhere. 
since we were not really camping, but just staying for one night, it was always possible to find a parking lot somewhere just for the night as long as you're gone in the morning. First, it really felt a little uncomfortable to not know where we were going to stay at night, but soon we got better and better to spot the right spots easily so that we woke up with this perfect view, view on Sierra Nevada, for example. Once we crossed Spain, we took the ferry to Morocco and traveled through Fez, Rabat, Casablanca, Esauira, Marrakech, Agadir. We, sp we stayed at parking lots in the mountains or the beach. I, I just worked at random Wi-Fi places to update my work. My girlfriend was working on her PhD, her doctor thesis, while I was driving, which was, well, most of the, of the time since we were going so slow. slow. Some uh, friends of us, they flew to cities on the road, joined our tour for some weeks, and then they flew back from another city somewhere else. Near Agadir, At the beautiful little surface village called Takazut, we rented surfboards and stayed for two weeks right at the beach, when surfing when the weather was right and worked in between. By the way, the cover photo, the, the picture you see when you click on the podcast, that was actually taken at the sunset when I came out of the water, totally exhausted, near Takazut. In 2000. 14, right after this um, Tagazut picture, was the time of my very first coaching seminar to Sahara. I called it the Sahara Experience, and I'm doing this on a yearly basis now. Uh, this year will be the Sahara Experience number four, and it will be taken October. So just in case you want to join, drop me a line, send me an email, and uh, we will figure something out. It will be a group around six people. We meet in Agadir and we will go on a one-week adventure by foot from Mamid, where my guide Yahya um, will guide us through the desert. We will walk all day, talk about to coaching topics, and I will give an impulse speech every morning. So it will be a little learning on, on the road, um, but the biggest teacher of all is just the desert. We will have some uh, camels that uh, carry our water and every time we will settle down for a pause, we will let a fire prepare fresh Moroccan tea. And um, Yahya and uh, the other guy, they're going to cook for us. So we will have really Moroccan desert cuisine. The October edition this year will sell for 790 euro for the last time. So just in case you want to you wanna join this really amazing trip for under a thousand bucks, you better hurry up and, and join us this year. Well, just have a look at the show notes. I will copy a link to the adventure just in case you're interested in, in it uh, even further. So, and if you like it, then you just send me an email. After this Sahara experience number one, we drove our Emma another 1,000 kilometers through Sahara, crossed the high Atlas, the middle Atlas mountains, stopped for the night and dried up 
wadis or remote mountain trails or somewhere in a marijuana field in, in Chef Shaun, which was really crazy. As soon as you opened the door, you just smelled pot, but couldn't really tell where it was coming from. All of this was a miraculous journey. And uh, Judy and me, we really get into the flow of being on the road. While driving around, I had a clearer idea of what and how I want to communicate. While I was sometimes writing updates in my in my business, my Glücklich Tent trainer blog in the past, I now excluded it from my business website and called the new blog Simplicity of Happiness. So this was actually the time when Simplicity of Happiness was born. From one day to the other, it became so clear to me that this was what it was all about. The happiness that comes with simplicity and the simplicity of happiness itself. It's not so complicated after all. Just find out what matters most to you and try to achieve some of that every single day of your life. Well, maybe that's because I was just driving that slow car for all day long that I had so much time to think. Back in Europe, we always stayed where the weather was best. And we drove across Germany, France, Switzerland to the most beautiful places. And we always had our home with us. We never had to worry about getting home. That summer, I fulfilled another dream that arose the year before and I completed my, I competed in my first 100 miler, although it was a complete disaster. Um, given to the fact that I had barely trained, um, I had to drop out after 98 kilometers of running straight. Still, I had not known that I am able to do that before. And, um, well, that got me on the training route for, for running more. Maybe I'm going to tell you some more about this in, the, in, in another episode. That summer, Judy had started her job in Thun in Switzerland and since it is quite difficult to legally park on public ground in Switzerland, we decided to look for an apartment and found one in the, the golden village above Thun called Goldiville, which was about to become our home very soon. We have view on Thuna Lake a 4,000 meter high snow covered mountain range on the other side of the lake and the possibility to go for trail runs just starting at the front door. Now I had seen the adventurous life and so wasn't going to settle down now but furthermore kept thinking about how to have a home base with a properly working girlfriend since Judy had to go into hospital being a surgeon and still be able to discover the world outside. And so shortly after we settled a little bit down in Switzerland, Judy came up with the idea to show me Tanzania, which she called her second home because she had worked there a lot and lived there quite a while. And this trip was going to change our life even further. I guess you can already tell that I'm going to tell you more about that 
in the next episodes. So, thank you for listening today. I hope to have you back for the next episode in a few days. And please consider that this podcast is and will remain absolutely free for you. If you liked to do today's episode, please let me know by giving me feedback. Get your cell phone out of the pocket right now and comment, like, or rate the show wherever you're listening to it. If you have another idea or question, just send me an email. Like I said before, you will find it in the show notes on the website or just write me to flow at simplicityofhappiness.com and I will answer for sure. Same with the comments um, on the show. I'm going to reply to everything. As I had already promised in the last episode, there will be the chance to win a one-week vacation to Sahara for everybody who comments or rates the show. So I'd rather comment, recommend to do that. If you have an idea whom I shall interview, because I'm just recording the first interview series, um, or first episodes for the interview series, um, let me know. I'm going to give them a call and we will talk about happiness for approximately half an hour. Until then, keep in mind to focus on what matters most in your life. Because you only live once.